Hey, this is Brenda Yoder on the Life Beyond the Picket Fence podcast, where we talk about life, faith, and family beyond the storybook image. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about five things you need to know about your needs. Now, the thing about women is that we are the last people to speak up for what we need. In fact, the response, I don't know what I need, is often the words that I get when I ask a client what her needs are or when people answer this question in a workshop. Many of us don't know what our needs are. Perhaps you've never stopped to think about it. One woman said that no one has ever asked her what her needs are. Why? Because women are usually meeting the needs of others while her needs go unmet. Unmet needs cause frustration, hurt, along with mental, emotional, and physical exhaustion. Unmet needs cause relationship problems. Women don't pay attention to our needs, but we look to others to meet our needs, which leads to unmet expectations. Unmet expectations are the killer of most relationships. Knowing your needs and voicing them are healthy. So here are five things you need to know about your needs. The first thing is that many women see the needs of others and meet them instinctively. Yet we don't understand why those around us, our husbands, our significant others, or children don't reciprocate. This causes us to be disappointed and frustrated and sometimes downright angry. We expect others to see and meet our needs kind of by osmosis, but that's really unfair. Genders and personalities are different, and you can't expect someone to know what you need when you don't know what you need or when you don't let your needs be known. Second thing to know about your needs is that women are socialized to meet everyone else's needs. The expectation of being a godly Christian woman, can I be honest, is that you do it all for everybody. It's the expectation of the secular world too. Growing up, I remember seeing a 1980s commercial of a woman who brings home the bacon, fries it up in the pan, and never, never, never lets her guy forget he's a man. Seriously, as a wife and a mom of four, I'm exhausted just thinking about it. We're supposed to take care of the physical, emotional needs of our children and spouse, along with those other needs, those sexual needs. And the expectation just doesn't change with age. I used to do it all, and I crashed and burned. The lack of self-care and stress negatively impacted my family and marriage. Ten years ago, I left the teaching profession that I loved because something in my life needed to change. A less stressful job was the primary need at the time that I could practically change and make a difference with. The third thing we need to know about our needs is that women are socialized that it's selfish to speak up for our needs. We're supposed to give, give, and give, and give some more with a smile on our face and a song in our heart. We aren't supposed to be tired or bothered or be mindful of our needs, says the unwritten rule. Or it's not feminine if we do. Instead, it's prideful, selfish. This expectation harms women, especially young women. Recent conversations with young moms has showed me a new perspective of motherhood that really seems rather antiquated. 
like about 60 years ago antiquated, when women's roles were devalued. Only today's version is kind of redefined. Husbands seem to be objectifying wives, and women are feeling increasingly worthless and not enough. I'm not making this up. I'm really, really concerned about the expectations young women are putting on themselves and the expectations that young husbands or partners are putting on the women they are supposed to love, especially in the bedroom. Fifty Shades of Grey entertainment, entertainment is harming women and men and our expectations of relationship. It's not okay. Women are not objects to, that give unconditionally to meet the needs of others. We're not vending machines. We're people. The fourth principle about our needs is that we women need to know our needs and not rely on others exclusively to meet them. Knowing your needs and speaking up for them is a vital principle in creating healthy boundaries, healthy relationships, and healthy mental and emotional and physical health. When you're sick, you have to acknowledge your need and seek treatment. It's the same way with everything else in your life. If you need more time in your day or fewer responsibilities, it's up to you to see what you can control to de-stress your schedule or life. This includes cutting out activities or responsibilities, delegating, or saying no when needed. My first book, Balance, Busyness, and Not Doing It All, addresses all of these needs, but it also gets to the heart about our identity, our identity in Christ and then how to cultivate that relationship with him so that things shift. Philippians 4.19 says, My God will supply all of our needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. And I truly know that when we come to God with our needs, he meets them. We need to put him first as a source who meets our needs and not other people. Which brings me to principle number five. God is the only one who can meet all of your needs. Philippians 4 has several verses in addition to the one I just shared that you can count on every time relating to your needs. It's also the model that God sets for knowing and for speaking up. Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, with prayer and petition, present your requests to God. That's directly what he's telling us to do. He's telling you to speak up for your needs. God instructs us to know and present our needs to him. The following verse, Philippians 4, 7 says, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. God's peace is greater than human met need. Peace of mind involves trusting God with your needs rather than putting those expectations on others. And finally, just referring to the verse I just shared, God really will supply all of your needs according to the riches of Jesus Christ, who is your Savior, your intercessor, judge, and high priest. Your needs are important to God. He sees you. He also doesn't intend for you to be depleted, exhausted, trampled, disrespected, or at the worst, abused. Recognizing your needs, naming your needs, and meeting your needs through self-care, boundaries, or by changing what's hurtful or harmful is taking care of your emotional, 
physical, mental, and spiritual health. Friend, you are a whole person, and God loves you. Your needs are important to him. Let's pray together. Father, help each person hearing this to see her needs and to bring those needs to you. Help her to speak up to you and receive your peace that transcends all human understanding. Equip her with practical ways to meet her needs, speaking up to others or setting boundaries where needed. Holy Spirit, prompt her to trust the Father with those needs. Amen. And for some practical tools, you can grab the book I just mentioned, Balance Busyness and Not Doing It All. For moms in the midst of raising and releasing kids, you can get my book, Fledge, Launching Kids Without Losing Your Mind. I highly recommend any of Townsend and Cloud's books on boundaries. I recommend Leslie Vernick's work on the emotionally destructive marriage or the emotionally destructive relationships. And I want you to know I receive no compensation for referring those books. They really are the gold standard um, to me as a counselor and a coach. And so I encourage you to seek resources that will help you take care of your needs. Have a great week.